Hi guys, it's Emmett. So yesterday, I had a terrible headache by dinner time. Um, probably because I didn't have my afternoon cup of coffee until until just before dinner, but also I think just because of the wear and tear, uh, several days of carving. Excuse me. Places on my body. Uh, when you do it day after day after day. And thankfully, um, my wife was willing to give me a shoulder and head massage. She trained as a massage therapist, although she doesn't practice anymore. Um, so I'm spoiled in that respect, but I wanted to use today's <clears throat> episode to talk about how to give a good massage and what your options are if you don't have somebody who can give you a massage. And my hope in telling you how to give a massage is that you can <clears throat> practice on whoever is in your life and they can then understand what it is that you're asking them to do to you. So let's just be clear, it should be a two-way street. <clears throat> I don't just uh, get massages from my wife. I also give her massages when she needs it. And that's as it should be for you as well. So I'm not just describing this stuff so that you can teach someone how to help you. You should use it to help somebody as well because we all need it. So the number one thing that people uh, think that is mistaken about massage is that it it's complicated. For sure, it can be informed by a deep understanding of anatomy and physiology, and that's as it should be if someone is a professional, but uh, you can go a long way just by feeling things out. And so I don't want you to be intimidated by thinking that, oh, it's, you know, I need to understand how the muscles connect to the bones and all that to, to really be able to do stuff. A lot of massage is just exploring and communicating with the person that you're either getting or giving massage to. Uh, the other thing that people most often do wrong is they go far too fast. It's one of those strange phenomenons where... Man, I really have the hiccups today, sorry. It's one of those strange phenomenons where what feels like a perfectly good speed to you giving the massage feels way too fast for the person getting the massage. The person getting the massage wants you to go as slow as humanly possible because it feels so good and they just want to really focus in on that feeling. So when you're giving a massage, go slow. Go slower than you think, and then take a deep breath and try and go slower than that, even. Now, if you're like me, and your hands are tired because you've been carving spoons, you probably don't want to give a massage using your, the strength of your hand muscles. Um, so there are some things you can do instead. 
you can give a massage simply by pressing, particularly on somebody's back. Um, but, you know, essentially by pressing with your palms as opposed to uh, using the strength of your fingertips. Um, but you can use your palms in other parts of the body as well. You can use the point of your elbow. Again, going very slowly. These sorts of massages are best done... Uh, the pressing massages are best done with very slow, gradual builds and releases of pressure. Um, and finally, you can do some stuff with the sides of your forearms as well, particularly on someone's shoulders. A lot of times, as a culture, we are mostly just comfortable with a shoulder rub, and even that can feel too personal. And so, it, it, I would say it does feel personal. I don't offer to give anyone a massage except my wife and, and my daughters. Uh, sometimes like having a massage, sometimes not. Uh, I've done hand and forearm massages for other people. But it is something that you have to recognize that it is a personal space that you are really entering into. Um, as for what seems to help me the most when my body is sore from carving, a lot of it is my back, particularly underneath the edge of my shoulder blades, and my shoulders, and then my dominant knife-holding arm both the forearm, but also the bicep. And then uh, sort of wrapping around the front of the shoulder down into my chest. Uh, and by down into my chest, I mean sort of almost like the, the muscle fibers that get sore are the ones that sort of connect through my chest to my back. So those are the ones that get sore from carving. From axing, you also get the, the tricep on the back of your arm and sort of the, the muscles going down the side from your armpit down on the back, whatever those are called, your trapezius, I think. Those get sore. Um, but depending on your posture, your back could also be sore, which it's probably good to do some gentle yoga core exercises and some uh, light aerobic stuff like walking to help your back and posture. And then for headaches, one of my favorite things, I mean obviously people think of the temples, but one of the things that is both feels the most personal, so you want to have your partner do this, or uh, I don't really have, I mean you can do it to yourself also, this is one of the ones where you can really do it to yourself is just massaging my face. Basically, what you, what when I have a headache, sometimes what feels really good is massaging the sinuses. And the sinuses are not just right behind your nose. They actually spread out all across your forehead and behind your eyes, and particularly under your cheekbones. And so I'll use my fingertips, or you know, the person who's giving me a massage will use their fingertips to basically prod gently and slowly, but 
but gently at first, but then can be sort of, you can really lean into it. And in fact, one of my favorite things is to have my wife sort of hook her fingers under my cheekbones, and then I just lean forward as hard as I want. And I'm almost always wanting more and more pressure there. Because when you have a headache of a certain kind, that pressure against your sinuses just feels so good. And and then one of the other things that can happen with massage is you can feel that sort of strain or or tension has been moved from the part that was tense, but that it's still lingering around. And there's a sort of flow that you can follow to get that feeling of tension to exit the body. So if you're doing hands, it can be helpful to go from the arm to the fingertips and essentially sort of like wipe each fingertip off. And if you're doing somebody's head, one of the things that can feel the best is to run your fingers up through their scalp and then whoosh off the top of their head. And it's like, it takes all of that tension like a snow plow and it's gathering it, gathering it, gathering it, and then shoop, flips it off the side of the road, off your body. And it's gone. I don't understand why it feels that way. What the heck is going on? Nerve connections, energy, yada, yada. But it really makes a big difference. So what can you do if you don't have someone that you can give a massage to and get to give a massage to you? Well, some of the stuff you can do yourself uh, by like prodding your own sinuses. Some of the stuff you can deal with through icing and stretching will achieve many of the same effects as a massage. And some of the stuff you can deal with through uh, soft tissue rolling, where you essentially have a, um, like a foam, it's like, almost looks like one of those foam pool noodles, except it's rigid foam, so it's got just a tiny little bit of give, but really not much. And you essentially position your body above it so that your weight is pressing your body down onto the foam roller, and then you roll back and forth. So you can use it on your, all different parts of your body. You might have to sort of experiment with how you lie around on the floor doing it. These foam rollers are not very expensive. Uh, we were just at a medical, like a nursing home supply place the other day, and I saw them for like five bucks. You'd probably pay, you know, 20 bucks from Amazon. Well worth getting. The principle is basically that your body weight, it flips it. So instead of you lying still and having somebody use their body weight to apply pressure to you, you are letting your body weight apply pressure downward against this foam roller and it achieves the same effect. It can be painful in the same way that getting a massage can be painful while you're doing it. But holy cow, does it really help, particularly if you've got parts of your body that are just really kind of frozen up. 
um, using a foam roller. And again, being gentle at first and easing your way into it can be a great way to get tight muscles to loosen up. Um, I hope this helps. Having a tight, sore body really sucks. Uh, and I hope that this gives you some ideas of stuff you can do about it. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.